0: up welcome back to guitar blah blah the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar if that's you then you're in the right place and be sure to check out axes and dot com for even more guitar related content today we're actually taking a look at something that crazy as it sounds isn't from the guitar world exactly it's from the keyboard world but don't switch off don't switch off just now i promise one It's relevant to the guitar world in multiple ways. And two, it is interesting. I swear, I know it doesn't sound likely right now, but it is you fellow horrible sneering guitar people making jokes about keyboards, probably. Um, This is not specifically about um, just keyboards, but it's about MIDI stuff specifically, so it's going to affect anyone really who's into the production side recording side of guitar midi controller keyboards midi keyboards um and obviously keyboard stuff overlaps with that and a lot of those companies are producing stuff that is in useful in the producing recording world in a bunch of different ways a bunch of different products so it's related in that way but even if you aren't using a controller keyboard a midi keyboard whatever still useful because this actually covers a subject and a brand in particular That is particularly pertinent to discussions in the world of guitar gear. What is that topic that we're talking about? Copying. That is the topic. And of course, if we're talking about copying, which brand are we going to be talking about? I'll give you three seconds to guess. That's right. It involves Behringer. Um, Fair enough. Not fair at all to classify the brand that way. There are arguments from all sides of this thing. Uh, but their name does come up with people discussing copying and what counts as copying, and what's an homage, and what's a company just doing a version of a type of product or an archetype of product, and what's actually you know in people's eyes going too far, whatever, etc. 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 People usually bring up Behringer when they're discussing these things. Like I say, from all sorts of angles, not necessarily just from one angle or with one opinion on Behringer and the topic in general. There are a whole host of opinions about this and about Behringer in general. Um a very uh positive Behringer related subject was uh something that came up which was really cool. I enjoyed it on the Spectre Sound Studio videos where uh Glenn was talking about, you know, it's metal and for metal there's a bunch of really cool fancy equipment but it's metal and it's pretty raw and nasty And you don't always need the fanciest 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 stuff especially if you're just starting out or you're recording at home and actually sometimes the best gear regardless of where you are and how much studio equipment you have sometimes the best gear for certain sounds uh in the metal world in particular are some gnarlier pieces of gear and some cheaper pieces of gear and some pieces of gear that just get the job done and have their own little sound to them and uh was using um, a cool little Behringer, a couple of pieces of Behringer gear to record guitar in that segment that he's brought up a few other times and gets a really cool sound out of it. And, and it's it's a nice example of how some ch- uh, inexpensive, to-the-point gear can really get a good job done in certain situations, absolutely. In fact, in many situations. So, as a positive one. I guess the uh, way that it's brought up in a perhaps less positive way, but again argue small side with behringer is their pedal range particularly their kind of infamous pedal range in all the different colors so they kind of look like boss pedals but they um quote unquote copy or quote unquote pay homage to whatever side of it you want to take uh follow take inspiration from however you want to word it a bunch of different famous beloved pedals in the guitar market and kind of remake them for like 40 bucks or something they were like the original of what you see i guess right now from a whole bunch of pedal companies whether you're going joyo whether you're going amazon basic pedals and yes all of these are basically rebranded boxes with the same thing on the inside as we are finding out right now about the amazon basics pedals go and check all of that out if you're not following that um or just don't because yeah it's all a bunch of you know pedals that are really cheap and they're basically fine but basically not that interesting um that's if you're interested in my opinion on it um i actually enjoyed this side of the conversation about how it affects us as an as an industry and what we feel about it more than i do about what does this pedal that costs basically nothing could sound like compared to this one like probably not that good but maybe fine because pedals can be produced reasonably cheaply abroad even if they have some semi-decent time-tested circuitry going on in there. So, you know, it kind of just sounds fine. But do you want to buy that product or do you not? Does it bother you where it's from or does it not? That's kind of more where the conversation is for me. I don't really care. I never watch any of these videos about, like, here's the new Joyo, here's the new um, X, here's, here's the Amazon Basic. Ah, the, I already know what's going to happen. I don't really care. But um, the conversations about it, I do find interesting. Um, and so how does Behringer come up again and why does it come from the world of keyboard this time? Well, um, a bunch of you might be familiar with the company Artoria. They make, um, for example... MIDI keyboard sequences, all of this sort of stuff. And one product they make is called the key step controller in their step range. They have a range of products called the step range. And they have one called the key step controller. Um, popular liked well reviewed all of this stuff generally considered a good quality product and behringer just recently announced a new product called swing that is a midi keyboard sequencer that some people have said just looks exactly like a one-to-one clone of the keystep controller from arturia not a thing that's close to it, not a thing. But, you know, the buttons are all laid out in the same way, in the same shape, size and everything. This is what people are saying. People are saying that it is the exact same looking thing. And usually these conversations sort of go one or two ways. They either go, there's some kind of legal action, that absolutely happens, or people in the community talk about it. But in an interesting turn of events, the CEO and co-founder of Arturia actually came out and publicly talked about it. And they did some kind of posts about it, um, uh, put out a statement about it and, and sort of hinted at it on their Facebook page and stuff. Um, basically confirming that this was no, there was no partnership between Arturia and Behringer, um saying we worked really hard to create the step range. We put a huge amount of time, effort, money into doing every single aspect of this, imagining this product, developing, redeveloping, testing, getting it out to customers, servicing these things, working out everything that you work out about a product. And of course, they absolutely accept competition. They not only understand it, they encourage it. It's good for the consumer. It's good for people. It's good for musicians. It's so good. And uh, Fair competition is great. However, this is not fair competition. Um, that's not what it is, and so they were clearly feeling um, less than pleased about seeing this Behringer product called Swing coming out that looked so similar to their KeyStep MIDI controller. Um, interesting. Um, some people pointed out as well that that whilst it's quite common for Behringer to make, um. Products based on an out of production product, so they make a product that is based on or homage to or whatever, an out of production synth, for example. This is different because the 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 sequencer that this looks so much like the midi the midi keyboard and sequencer. The key step is not only not discontinued; it's relatively new. It's out there in the world. It's happening right now. It's a product people are u- buying and using right now. That is available right now, and uh Beringer made something that looks, according to some people, exactly like it. Well, interestingly enough, this was covered by a bunch of places and got a bit of traction. Um and Behringer actually responded themselves. And in the in the fairness of giving both sides of the argument, Beringer put up an interesting blog post that starts in a most interesting way, actually, with um kind of just putting their <laughs> putting their point front and center before you even read it, and it's a picture of several different products, including there's a Shure SM57 there, there's an Arturia Mini Lab, there's a uh, several different products, there's, some, there's a Behringer product, and the, for each product there is another product next to it which looks pretty much exactly the same and seems to have exactly the same features and the same color schemes and the same yeah same everything, and obviously their point is yeah, this is what the industry like. And by including a Behringer Zenix in there, they kind of seem to also be suggesting, yeah, we get copied by other people, quote unquote copied. This happens to us. We put out stuff that isn't based on anything and people base their products on it when it becomes successful. That's their point right up front in Zenix with the pictures. And when they get into it, that's very much the point. They say we want to deal with some misconceptions about this. They talk about the benefit of competition. They talk about how it's protected by law. They talk about fender strats and gibson led paul clones being uh hugely prevalent in the market and that it is not surprising that gibson lost a substantial legal case recently trying to prevent others from making v-shaped guitars or that fender have lost all their trademark cases related to the strap just saying that uh, the, for them that's not surprising the reason for that is simple the law as they've just uh, detailed above a little bit encourages competition and wants to provide maximum freedom for these companies um, to engage head-on and that's for the benefit of the customer and um, what they basically talk about is competition law making sure that there's not monopolies on things and ensuring that people can fiercely compete with each other head-to-head so in favor of competition they're also suggesting a bit of a legal ground for hey what we do is perfectly covered by the law as a reasonable thing to do as well as a, a perfectly acceptable legal thing to do um but also there are benefits to the law being this way look how many sm58 clones are there are out there but it's not necessarily a bad thing that's why we get a bunch of um things uh, products being driven to compete with each other and products have to try and improve and get better all the time to compete in that kind of market so almost verges towards covering their assets but doesn't really because it's talking about how yeah they're legally sounding doing this but also there are benefits to it as well they then talk about how you know they don't outright say this but they kind of basically go on to say we don't just make stuff based on something else we also spend a huge amount of time and resources and innovation and even link to a page which lists all of their intellectual property to be like Okay, so first of all, you can't say that all we do is copy stuff. Look, all this stuff that we make, first of all, and then they say, second of all, what we do is not some kind of unfair copying. Not only is it not illegal in any way or or anything like that, um, it's actually not unusual. It's actually perfectly normal, a perfectly normal part of business, and it is not problematic in any of the other ways that people are pointing out we do choose to follow what's happening in the market when there's a successful product or products and then we build our own version of it with um in some ways but it's it's not just that we follow what they're doing we follow ideas of what's going on in the market and what's popular but we add a whole bunch more features we've then they then talk about becoming partners with Microsoft and Siemens and Adobe and other big companies because they're pushing so hard with their own innovation and their own digitization and automation um and they talk about how this strategy is very common across any industry. They then say that a lot of their innovation, and this thing I think people will find interesting, a lot of their innovation actually goes into um their own highly advanced and automated design and manufacturing processes on which they are spending hundreds of millions of US dollars. Which I think, some people will find funny because it's sort of saying some customers might not notice just how innovative we are because a lot of it goes into the automated manufacturing processes which wasn't really what people were talking about was it, it people were not talking about that people were not questioning your innovative manufacturing processes um we probably assumed you had very innovative manufacturing processes because you're able to produce things at incredibly low prices a lot of the time more people were questioning the innovation of the product itself. But to be fair, they did also mention that we do work hard to put new feature sets in. And they then go on to deal with that point saying that not only is this a common strategy to follow kind of market leaders, but um, they also um, say that all a lot of these new things, such as this new product they are putting out that's in question, the swing, a lot of these products people say are so similar to other products, become even more innovative and differentiated when, um, Behringer launches its free Music Tribe DAW, then new door, then new digital audio workstation, which unleashes a whole bunch of innovative, not seen on each other product features. And other products cannot interact with the free door when it comes out in the way that their products can, only their products have the full integration. And so it's this full ecosystem of features, including on this new product that, yeah, just because it looks like the Artoria doesn't mean it is plug the behringer into this door and you'll see that it's a whole interacting with a whole ecosystem of features it's nothing to do with the and the Arturia doesn't have that's what they're saying uh they're also saying that in this industry Arturia has been cloned for years which i i understand why they put that into amongst the other the context of the other points i get it but i wouldn't when someone says hey if you cloned this company even if I have a bunch of other arguments as well, I don't think I would throw into the mix. Yeah, well, loads of other people have cloned arteria. I and actually use the word cloned. I don't think I would do that. Um, I haven't phrased it quite that poorly, but it's still not a very good argument. I just wouldn't put it in there um, at all. Uh, however, they have pointed out that some arteria things seem to sometimes look very similar to products that came out before. That's a much better point, obviously, to suggest that Arturia has also taken heavy inspiration from other people. If there's validity to that argument, that is a much better point than saying, "Yo, well, loads of people clone Arturia, not great. And to use the word clone when you've kind of been staying away from words like copy and clone deliberately in this because you're kind of fighting against those characterizations the suggestion back on yourself isn't great in that part i understand in the context of all these other arguments it's not that bad however interesting that you even put it in there feels less even like that argument's a bit incompetent to include and more just at this point i felt a bit like there's some good arguments in here but it gets a bit like throwing as much shit as possible at the wall and seeing what sticks and some of it sticks but it kind of feels like you also threw a lot of shit at the wall a great point they make, though, again with the pictures at the top, this is included. They do then say equally, our own analog Zenix mixers and many other products have been widely cloned, and that's that's actually a very good point. This happens, and they say that you know that is what happens but we we're continuing to always deliver innovative products we do follow our competitors that can be part of our business but we also and we do within that expect that our products can be cloned and fair play which is an interesting point they just outright say our products can be cloned and fair play interesting um i mean that's just straight up and i do appreciate the honesty and the straightforwardness of that comment to some extent um But again, they don't just say, yeah, we clone other people. What of it? It's not quite that honest. It says we follow our competitors. So that's the language they use for themselves. And then they say, and we expect our products to be cloned. Fair play. Again, nice and honest and expecting. But the language you're using for when your products are taken is cloned. And when you're talking about you, you're saying we follow our competitors. Slightly different. Not using the word clone for what they do. Wonder if that's a legal thing wonder if that's a terminology thing although if it is i wonder why they would say fair play when we get cloned because then that suggests that you're i don't know (laughs) it suggests a bit of a relinquishment in a in a layman sense legally i would guess that it doesn't i would guess uh, this is going to all be legally sound because i guess there's a whole team of lawyers all over this and to that point they do say we're very cautious with this follow approach and we employ expert intellectual property firms to ensure that we're staying within the boundaries of the law And we don't ever intentionally infringe any intellectual property. A good comment I have seen in response to this is there's a lot of talking about the legal stuff here. No one was suggesting that what you were doing was illegal. They were suggesting that what you were doing was shitty and unoriginal and this stuff. And you should have spoken more to that. To be fair, I think the Behringer response does also speak to that. Whether you find it convincing or not is another matter. However, I do agree that this is mostly focused on the legal. Again, that could be because lawyers have poured over this and said, make sure you include this, 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 and this, and be completely clear about this, 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 and word it like this, this, this. And it doesn't feel legalese, but it could be very legally signposted and very heavily legally structured that could be what's going on here don't know um um, obviously i am no one to give any opinion on that but i wouldn't be surprised if that's what it wasn't like deals more with that not because they thought the response was about the legal you know um the legal issues or a legal discussion about this because yeah it wasn't really it was about people suggesting that this was was crappy and even the response from artoria was about not we will pursue legal action but was saying this doesn't really seem like fair competition which can be a legal issue but they, they were phrasing it in a way which definitely did not seem like a legal challenge or gaunt but, but anyway um, they also then talk interestingly about how they've been entangled with bitter lawsuits and with Mackie and Pioneer and they won those but they also do honestly say again that they did lose a court case against Yamaha that was for a very specific design patent and they say that they genuinely were not aware of that they accepted it they they accepted that that was the 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 court um came to the decision that they did and they uh, paid the fees moved on and changed their own design and then they also say that you know um to put it the other way yamaha themselves were sued by dr dre over their headphone designs um and have had other legal things there's heated debates between obviously apple and samsung and all those things um they then say at the end that you know their mission statement is to Empower customers that don't have deep pockets, you know, provide things for people at all budgets um, that are great, that are innovative. And they do understand but part of that can be firstly to engage with fierce competition head on as they are allowed to do legally and stuff. But also that they do want to follow market leaders because that's a perfectly normal part of strategy is to see something leading in a market and follow that. Um, but they do also say uh, we are a fierce competitor and at times controversial as we're relentlessly uh, pushing the envelope yeah interesting the controversy comes from not pushing the envelope enough actually or pushing the envelope of cloning too much which isn't quite how you've worded that again it's quite clever but anyway um not saying that i have a problem necessarily with the with the core point in there but some of this wording does get quite slippery at times which i find interesting um it makes it actually less convincing because there's some good points in here but then the language is like is is like caked in more lube than the floor of a pawn set to be honest at times like it's just ridiculous how much this is getting like slipping all over the place you know using cloning when it comes to other people but not to us and saying push the envelope which suggests fierce innovation but you've used it in a sentence to say we're controversial and the controversy is from cloning so, you're pushing the envelope of cloning, but you haven't outright said that because that would be a ridiculous sentence. But if you follow the syntax of the sentence, that's actually kind of what it seems to say, which is a bizarre statement to make. It's like we're pushing the envelope of not pushing the envelope. I don't really know. But, which is not, that's not me saying that's what I think Behringer do. I'm saying that's almost what they've said they do themselves by accident, but also by deliberate. So, you 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 uh slightly lose the uh the grip of the sentence in a way or that you're slightly misdirected by the sentence but if you think about it for three seconds you're not really they've said they push the envelope when it comes to cloning people which is bizarre because that's their definition of fierce competition within their uh justified market model throughout this which they define as following competitors when they do it when other people do it that's cloning. Interesting. Um book people were allowed to clone them apparently I don't know. Um very interested we're committed to continue to deliver the best possible products at the lowest possible cost again i do actually like the honesty of that that they finish with that because and they talk about cost but they don't just romanticize it and they do say we are aiming for lowest possible cost i like they're honest about that some like really budget companies like some of these like uh cheap pedal manufacturers like don't ever say that obviously they'll put the price there and be like you know the price is good but they don't really talk about, yeah, we're aiming for a lowest cost. That's what we want. We want to aim for people who don't have deep boxes stuff. So, you know, a lot of these other companies just like, this is the best pedal and this is this. And they almost talk like a, a boutique company or they talk like a company selling pedals for four times as much. And I kind of understand the where they're going with that. what well, the marketing aim of that is to present themselves as above that level. So then when you see the price, it's, it's well, I get that kind of product for this kind of price. I get that that's what they want to do, but it just seems... Um, like marketing bs to be honest and i do like at the end here that it is a marketing statement best possible products at lowest possible cost but it's also kind of brutally honest in a way they're like we're going to make this thing and it is at the lowest possible cost That's what we're aiming for it's where we are and i actually prefer that to some like uh like i say guitar equipment companies who are super cheap obviously just aiming for cheap as fuck and just aiming for making this cheap and that's one of the main priorities and then they talk about it like like, but well, like they're fucking Wampler or a JHS or something, and we all just know that that's complete horseshit. It doesn't have years of blood, sweat, and tears from someone in a garage pouring over this. It's you clone someone's shit and then you sold it for less because you produced it in a well, a work environment that might deserve some further looking at. Anyway, um, not that I know, not that I know, I don't know anything. I literally don't know anything. It's all might. It's all maybe. Um, but and there's nothing wrong with providing stuff at low cost. Like I'm on a super budget. I talk about it all the time. I'm on a budget. We're all on a budget. That's what we talk about. We're all on budgets. We're all on budgets lower than what we want to buy. So there's nothing wrong with that. And, um, buying the, um, cheaper stuff is like not just like an option that a lot of us take it's often the only option and having competition within that is important because otherwise we would have literally one option a lot of the time when we need to get something to record music so i'm not actually um, crapping on that at all i'm i'm just talking about the wording here i I prefer a company just being like we want to get you something that's amazing and it's great and we, we're going to aim for the lowest possible cost so that all of you can afford it you know it's still marking but I just like that it's kind of straightforward I don't really like someone trying to sell me a guitar pedal for 30 bucks and being like the innovative classic and it's just like it's none of these things it's just cheap and that if I'm going to buy it that's why and we know that so why are we Why are we shitting, like, bullshitting each other? Anyway, I wanted to bring this up. I wanted to give you both sides and not necessarily, even though I'm doing it right here, dive into my own ranting opinion. Just to give you both sides of this to see what you think and to obviously apply this to the guitar world. Um, And not just Behringer specifically at all, but this is a pertinent conversation to the guitar world. Behringer talked, like I said in the paragraph of this, all about guitars. Um, It's imminently interesting to guitar world people. I've talked about it before about what makes a copycat guitar. And I just put it out there because I just am interested in other people's thoughts rather than my own. What are your thoughts on this? Um regardless of the company, is this just the way that business works? And if it is just the way that business works, do we feel okay with that or do we think it should work differently? Do you think that should be a legal issue? Like the law should change? Or do you think the law should stay in the kind of way that Behringer have stated it here, that allows as much competition as possible and the freedom to do these kind of cloning and things like this, that the law should stay like that, but that we as consumers maybe should choose not to do it. Do you think that only applies to yourself or do you apply that to other people? Do you see your friends and your gear friends and and maybe feel, hey man, maybe you shouldn't buy that because some company worked really hard on it and these guys just cloned it? Or do you feel... There's no such thing as just cloning. One company worked hard on it. Another company followed them and put their own spin on it, which would, be, I guess, be the Behringer kind of uh, justification with these things. It varies a lot case by case. It varies a lot time by time, obviously. But I'm, I'm really interested in people's gen- general thoughts. So I just thought I would put this example out there because it might have missed us in the guitar world because it's in the like, MIDI controller keyboard world. I thought it would be interesting to throw it out there, not just because some of you will be using that stuff in your own recording, um, but also because it kind of casts another light and another perspective coming on in the guitar world, makes it a bit more general just to think about it overall and maybe not think about companies you love and companies you don't like, which can kind of color our opinion naturally. Um, but it's fun to think about, kind of see it happen in another world and then draw out the facts from that and see what if your perspective changes, see if it adds anything to your perspective and um just provide another way of thinking about this thing which is like i say being talked about with the amazon basic this uh, stuff right now and like basically always being talked about stuff with all the products constantly coming out in the guitar world um gibson fender prs all these companies have have in some way related to these things there's lawsuits there's all these things going on all the time i i write about them i talk about them um all of you guys showing interest in them whenever they happen so i'm just curious i thought i'd put this one out there show you both sides of it and then rather give my own opinion just throw out the questions and just see what people think i'm really curious um to see if this if this uh kind of informs your opinion in a different way than just seeing the guitar plays examples to see the wider ones and especially because behringer kind of got on to make the wider point when they um give their response here uh looking at all these things apple and samsung and seeing things going on between Yamaha and behringer and and all these other arturia or all these companies what do you think what what do you think about this um is the legal side the most important thing should we focus on that or should we say well you know the law allows flexibility for competition great but or should the law be stricter or do you think the law's good as it is or should be even more uh, free and less regulated and but the consumers should be making choices and then how does that apply personally to you do you personally feel outraged when you see a company make this do you feel outraged when you see a company get copied or cloned or anything if it's a product that you own or love does that make it better or, or easier or worse one way or the other interesting so anyway I'll leave it there and as always I'm going to finish with some music rather than blabbing on about industry and gear and legal stuff I don't know anything about and I'm going to give you a suggestion of a piece of music You can find this on Bandcamp. This is from um, an artist from Ethiopia. um, And this is a really beautiful piece of music. So the artist is called Yossa Haile. And the song is called Como Alayim. I've said all of that obviously completely wrong. But you will find this song on his Bandcamp. It is the song right there on his Bandcamp. And I will spell his name for you. So his first name, Y-O-S-S-A and his second name h-a-i-l-e like you say you go on you find his band camp um check out this beautiful song it's absolutely fantastic it's a wonderful song um and a hundred percent of the sales are going to organizations that assist the homeless and mental health needs back in his home country of ethiopia um so a good cause as well absolutely beautiful music go check it out really really beautiful music i love the guitar work in it. it's such a wonderful song on every aspect and the guitar work is beautiful so go and check it out i only spell it out because i literally pronounced it like an idiot so just as a podcast it can help because i can't like put it up on screen or anything it helps people to to go and find it so go and check that out um have a think about all this weird stuff going on with copying and all this and blah 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 then get all of that out of your head just enjoy some good music get inspired by that go and play a bunch of guitar look after yourselves look after one another and as always i will catch you tomorrow